Hello and welcome to Why Are We Doing This? My name is Lucas Dockerty. I'm Kathy Wright. We are so excited to join you today. We are sorry we we missed you last week. We did. Um, but we had some very interesting family in town. So we needed to spend as much time as we could with her. So that's basically what happened last week, and we are so sorry that we missed you, but we are coming back swinging this week. Swinging. Uh, at first, I thought, hey, it's our first week back. We haven't missed a week in a while. Let's let's have a cheat movie. Right? I wanted to watch Eating Raul with Mary Warrenov and Paul Bartel, but there's no way in hell I'm paying to see that movie. So... I racked my brain. Are we going to watch a black exploitation? No, we're going to watch one for your birthday. Are we going to? We're going to watch Human Tornado for your birthday. Um, I I thought that I I was going to let you pick, but then I was like, I think you would enjoy a Rudy Ray Moore movie for your birthday. Um, so I was like, oh, we shouldn't watch one that's in two months, right? You know, let, let's and next month is all spooky month, so let's just hold off. I looked up just free comedy movies on your TV, and I was just scrolling, 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 trying to find one that was shitty, but not too shitty, right? Well, we found the perfect wit fit. You're not going to do it I'm just... Oh. We watched... Boy, did I get a wrong number. <laughs> but before we get into, boy, did I get a wrong number... Please remember to rate and review an Apple Podcast. Drop us a five. Get your chassis in the Apple Podcast, or I'm going to paint you gold. Uh, <laughs> remember to follow us on Instagram. Why period, our period, we period, doing period, this. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Not doing bonus episodes this month. We already said that every episode this month. So, because we're doing our, sp- <coughs> our spooky month next month. We're uh, going to be running ourselves ragged. So, we will... You'll get a lot of content that month. And uh, do you have any other announcements? No. <laughs> Alrighty. Should I? No. What, how did you feel about this movie? Eh. I liked it more than a lot of other movies we've seen. I mean, this is, could be a contender for Best Picture of the Year. I don't think we're going to be watching that many good movies after this. We watched Rudy Ray Moore. I mean, Frankenhooker wasn't bad. No. Okay. Boy, did I get a wrong number. 1966. An hour and 40 minutes. I think it ran a little long. Maybe they could have cut that last 20 minutes. A seductive starlet flees Hollywood and causes chaos for a real estate agent. Is that what we watched? I guess. I'm trying to find some taglines. Oh, this one's good. This is good. This could be a this could be a contender for best tagline. I'd like to report a man in my bedroom, but it doesn't really fit the movie. No. Um. So. That's the tagline. <sighs> that's the tagline. I'd like to report a man in my bedroom. Cast: Bob Hope as Thomas J. Tom Mead, Elkie Summer as Dee Dee. My old pal Phyllis Diller as Lily. Cesar DeNova as Pepe Peponi. Marjorie Lord. Pepperoni. Yeah. Marjorie Lord as Mrs. Martha Mead. Kelly Thordson as Detective Sean Regan. Benny Baker as Detective Lieutenant Schwartz. Terry Burnham as Doris Mead. Joyce Jameson as the telephone operator. And Harry Von Zell as the newscaster. Review for this movie. It has a 5 out of 5 star... A 5.5 out of 10 stars on the IMDb. Really? Yeah, because this movie's a fucking masterpiece. 4 out of 10 stars. She's the biggest thing to hit bathtub since rings. <sighs> Silly, scrappy comedy with Bob Hope trying to hide a sleepy sex pot like Elkie Summer from his wife. Low-budget screwball antics looks really bad, with se- which sets which are far too large for the minimal action taking place there. The kitchen in Bob's house is positively drafty, and the poor lighting and awkward camera work do not help. 
Once the action swings from suburbia to a cabin in the woods, the picture perks up a bit. I thought it went down a bit, personally. The one-dimensional cabin set is another eyesore, but the slapstick involved isn't too bad, and Summer's shrieks are funny. Phyllis Diller, as the family housekeeper with a hair problem, should have written her own dialogue. The woman is all revved up and ready, yet she's given no funny lines. As for Bob Hope, I've never been a particular admirer of his, but he's not bad here, coasting through without hogging the camera too much. I'd have to say, boy, did I get a wrong number, isn't offensive the way Hope's private navy of Sergeant O'Farrell was. But for a comedy, shouldn't somebody be having a good time? Listen, Buster. Listen, Buster Brown, I had an amazing time. What did you give this as a pre? Zero. I gave it a two. Uh, when... I gave it a hundred I used to watch the trailer on YouTube for this movie a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Because I, as I've said on previous episodes, I don't remember what episode. I think it was like, I don't know. I don't know what episode. I loved the 70s uh, celebrities in Scooby-Doo. There was like Phyllis, Phyllis Diller, Jonathan Winters, uh, Don Knotts, you know. that. And I'm, considering I'm younger, I know a lot of. Old, old people, <laughs> old dead celebrities. And I, and I, I was a weird kid. I watched Dean Martin's celebrity roasts for fun. <laughs> so I know, I know who Telly Savalas is. Okay. But, um, oh, oh, Jennifer Aniston. But I, I used to love the preview for this movie. Um, I'm really sad to learn that Bob Hope was kind of a piece of shit in real life. Um, I was reading about him while we were watching the movie. I, I told you, he was like, uh, allegedly, he was a bigamist, and allegedly, he was a womanizer. But, I was, a, I was a little disheartened to hear that. Either way, this movie, I laughed a lot. <laughs> you laughed at the end, too. That was disgusting. disgusting. Really? Did you really like seeing Phyllis Diller like that? I mean... Some folks, I'm sure, did. It, so it opens up with it's um it's a it's a movie set, um but it, of course it has the '60s like bewitched kind of opening with the cartoons and the title card. Boy, did I get a wrong number. We were go- we were debating watching. Th- I was. We were debating <laughs> debating watching this or another Bob Hope Phyllis Diller uh, piece, Eight on the Run. Met had Jonathan Winters and directed by the same guy, too. I'm sure it would have been the exact same movie without Elkie Summer. But this was the correct answer. This cured the blues in my heart. <laughs> so it opens up and it's like a movie set. And so, <laughs> so we're in this like back lot. Uh, and it's not even a back lot. It's a studio. And um, there's a huge 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 nice tub right and there's it's filled to the brim with bubbles and we hear a very peculiar european woman scream i will not take a bath i'm something something dd bath no baths right because uh, we see posters we see posters uh, you've seen on her bathe in london you see her bathe in france now see her bathe in rome or something Apparently, she in every movie she's ever in, she takes a bath. So, apparently, she's like, you know, how, like, in every single movie Vin Diesel's in, he plays a hard-ass, like, ripped guy. In every single Dwayne Johnson movie's in fucking khakis. In every Dee Dee movie, she takes a bath, right? And so, her boy, her, like, it seems like she's on and off, uh, on again, off again, kind of. Oh, I thought they were like fuck buddies. No. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> they are boyfriend and girlfriend, Dee Dee and Pepe Peponi. Pe- Pe- uh, and he's her director, and you know, she's she's saying like, "Oh, I will not get in the bath," and she's th- she does this through the whole movie. She throws I things. Dude, I said, "Okay, diva." Yeah, she's Julia Roberts, kind of. No, you know Julia Roberts is, has a humongous mouth and is hard to work with. No, no, I never worked. You never worked. Shit, you had me. <laughs> <laughs> so 
uh, he's he's borderline abusive towards her because he's like grabbing her, you know, grab her, you know, by the shoulders, right. and he's you know when she runs away. Spoiler alert: she runs away um, at the end of this scene. They, they will. But when she runs away at the scene, he says, I'm going to drown that bitch. He didn't say bitch. Because well, it was 1966 and it's a Bob Hope movie. But he said, I'm going to drown her. But she's super upset because she wants to get into more serious acting. She wants to be... She doesn't want to be um, Betty Page. She wants no, she to be... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How is that relevant? She wanted to be a serious actor. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I did not know that. Oh, no, she did not. Um, so, um, she wants to be a serious actress, and Pepe says, Pepe says, when I found you, you were, you were... Begging on the streets for soldiers for cigarettes. Begging on the streets, begging GIs on the streets of France for cigarettes, and I turned you into a star. She's very upset that she's not a serious actress. She, it seems like she's not taken seriously by the cast and crew. Because so, she's always in a bubble bath. A bubble bath? bath. So, she's, it doesn't seem like she's taken seriously by the cast and crew because she's always taking baths. She's always like, throwing shit, too. She's always throwing shit. She's always throwing a... She's not only she's throwing shit, she's throwing a hissy fit, too. Anytime something doesn't go her way. Diva. She's a... Dee Dee's a diva. So... That's why it's your initials, D D D D. Oh, I I got it. Listen, they were just telling us that they they were the uh they knew that however many fifty fifty six years from now they'd be we'd be reviewing this movie. So it was a wink and a nod, but it was a big wink and a humongous nod. But <laughs> so <laughs> she gets very upset with Pepe. She says. You know, I'm not going to take a bath. And he says, then you're not going to be in any pictures. So she, and then he throws her in the bath, snatches her dress off. And then he's saying, oh, now you're going to be in this picture. But she runs away. She grabs her mink coat. She grabs her scarf. She grabs her ugly ass sunglasses. Leaves bubbles, leaves bubbles everywhere and takes and off in her car. She the car with nothing on but she has car keys. Well, maybe they were under her thing. So... Oh, no, not that thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, maybe the visor. They were, the visor. But she steps on it. She peels out of the parking lot. And then we see, you know, it's kind of a newspaper montage that her car will start spinning and then it'll be like a spinning newspaper. Dee Dee spotted in shit town, Oregon. Dee Dee spotted in rinky dink, Oregon. And then the, we see the newscaster. The, this woman says Dee Dee stopped in for a slice of pizza pie and a Coke. And then the lady's like, kind of um, Edie McClurgish. She's like, oh yeah, well, she stopped in to get me a, to get a pizza and a Coke, and she got real upset that we didn't have no champagne. And Dee Dee bought her gas here. Dee Dee yeah, she turns around. Dee Dee bought her gas here. Dee Dee got gas she here. She had money when she had no purse or nothing. She ran out naked. Well, she has bank accounts. She made a withdrawal. No, she went to a bank. I don't give a shit how she got the money. It's a good movie. So, she... Then we meet our man in... Wait, what, what movie... What were the movies he went... Where did he go? He went to Singapore... Where'd he go? Where, where do you... On the road to... I think he went to, like, Tahiti? I'm looking it up. Anyway, anyway, I, I'm looking it up as we speak. <laughs> Bing Cooper? Oh, Bing Crosby. Bing... So, um... Okay, we looked it up. Road to Singapore, road to... Hold on, road to... Road to Singapore, road to Zanzibar, road to Morocco, road to Utopia, and road to Rio. Okay, and road to Bali. Okay, now, now I can rest easy tonight. So, uh, we see Bob Hope. He walks into a very 1966 living room. It was 
Okay. You wanted it, so. I did. I have my my mom at my mom's house. She has um her like great aunt's furniture from the 60s and it's exactly like this. The big ass lamps, the nasty green shit. It's green. The couch is blue. Oh. Blue velvet and mint green chairs. I mean, per- personally, I love it, but some people don't like it. So. I don't know who's that. I don't know. I don't know either. I say get like it. Any, any, anyway. So. Anyway. anyway Bob Hope go- is in his house. There's big white lamps with blue lampshades and green mint green couches with red and yellow cushions and his wife and daughter had on green. Oh my god, his wife is so fucking ugly. And his she daughter just had a weird hair. I mean it was nineteen sixty six. I don't know anyone in nineteen sixty six that wore their fucking hair Okay? Well anyway <laughs> Anyway Miss Kathy. Mr. Lucas, I'm just telling she, you Bob Hope walks in <clears throat> Honey I'm home and he puts his briefcase down. He fixes himself a whiskey. He walks in and... Our woman... She, she's running with our woman... Linda Day. She's in competition with Linda to be... And Glenn Headley. She, she goes... Ah, 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 ah. She's laughing. Oh, this was funny. This, this was actually a funny joke that... Uh, she says... Oh, what's his name? Tom. Tom. Wait, she call him Mr. Mead. She calls him Tom. Tom, Tom, this commercial says it can uh, slim women down to a 36, 24, 36 figure. And he goes, oh, Lily, that's only for women or girls. That's only for girls. And she goes, ah, ah, ah. And she like hits him with a towel or something. So she's like, they're like good friends. They're goofballs. They're drinking buddies. I I believe she'd help him bury a body. That's just me. But, (laughs) so... (laughs) <laughs> so, um, she's talking, she's making dinner for him, you know, and she- he's like, oh, where's Martha, my, his wife, Martha Meads, and Mead, and she goes, she's at the beauty parlor, and then he says some, the salon, I, I, I'm using my Betty, my Betty Davis voice is my Phyllis Diller voice, and my Phyllis Diller voice is my Katherine Hepburn voice, and then, and they're all off, they're not all off, they're amazing, but, <laughs> So, he calls he calls the beauty salon. He's saying, oh, where are you, bitch? Come home. And <laughs> the operator, we see, she's, a, she's an airhead. She's, dropped she dropped her Coke bottle, so she accidentally disconnected all the lines, because he's on the phone. Um, Can you get Martha Meads? This is Mr. Meads. And, and the woman at the beauty part, because he calls the beauty parlor, and we see she's getting her hair done. It, she, it looks like a fucking brick. <laughs> and he's saying like, "Oh, uh, when are you coming home for dinner?" You know, and then the lines get disconnected because she, the operator, is drinking a coke. She drops her bottle. She has the lines in her hand, and she bends down, and boop, they all fall out. So she connects them all back, but she, the last one, the last one y'all just have to. What'd she say? What'd she say? You'll this one will just have to work out. And she shoved it in the socket, and guess who gets a call? Elkie gets a call. She's taking a bath. She's taking a bath. Who is calling me? So she runs out of the bath. She puts sunglasses on for some fucking reason. And she answers the phone. We? And then he's like, he says, Yes. She says my, uh, Bob Hope says one of my favorite lines in the movie. Martha, you better get your chassis. Oh, she says, who is this? And he goes, this is Agent Dub. Honey. And she goes, who is this? And he goes, Martha, you better get your chassis home. Uh, this, is, this is Agent 007 and three quarters. You better get your chassis home or I'll paint you gold. <laughs> and, 
and she's yelling at him. She's saying, because he says she's a bad actress. And she's like, I'm not a bad actress, you asshole. And she's yelling at him, and she's, you know, throwing things at nobody. But then he says, wait, you're Dee Dee. I've seen it in the papers. And then he's, <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, this is Dee Dee. I'm hungry as shit. Can you bring me some food? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I will. So later that night, they're at dinner. And um, Phyllis Diller is serving the family. It's Father Bob, Mother Mother Martha, Son, Son, <laughs> Son, and Daughter Doris. Jesus. So they're talking, and Phyllis Diller serves up some night quill chicken. Did, did you see that on social media? No. Um, there was a recipe. They put, like, chicken breast in a thing and then poured a whole ass bottle of NyQuil in it. And that's their NyQuil chicken, right? I only say that because Bob Hope trips balls at the well, dinner table. You would, like, bake the chicken off the alcohol from the NyQuil would evaporate. But it makes it purple. But, because he's tripping balls at the dinner table. I said, did Phyllis Diller whip up some NyQuil chicken? But, uh, so, he's, oh my god, he's talking to him, and they're reading the paper at table, right? And what's-her-face Martha goes, I just can't believe they let these pictures in a family newspaper, because it's pictures of Dee Dee in, like, a bubble bath, right? And the son goes, oh, mom, <laughs> this is my my favorite line in the movies coming up, oh, mom, um, when can I go see a Dee Dee movie, right? And she says, when you're old enough. And then Doris says, well, I'm old enough. Why can't I see a Dee Dee movie? And the mom says, well, I'm not old enough. And then the son, he does a pretty good, he does a pretty good um, reasoning for his, he goes, <clears throat> well, what I need to see one for my current events class. You know, it's a current event. And then Bob Hope comes out of the gate with my favorite line in the movie. He delivers it straight faced. And I about laughed for ab about five minutes. He goes, who's your current events teacher? Lady Chatterley. <laughs> and I started laughing. I turned to her. I said, I read that book and it was shit. Did you read that? No. Okay. Do you, do you know it? Yeah. I, it's not, there's nothing sexy about gross people taking baths outside. Like, they were just, they were talking about, like, the guy she's sleeping with, and she's talking, she's like, I rode up to the carriage house, and he was filthy, and scrubbing dirt out of his ass when I, it was gross. And then they would throw in some very, <laughs> very colorful language for 1920, whatever. I was, I was not happy. I, I'd rather read Fifty Shades again. We're not covering those movies, don't ask us to. Because I, I already watched them. <laughs> but, so, uh, I was laughing from here on out. I was, I love this movie. So, um, I wrote so much. Oh, my God. I wrote nothing. So, <laughs> I wrote nothing. So, so then Bob starts tripping balls at the table, seeing a baby Elkie Summer on the table. Please, Mince, you are Tom. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. That's probably. First of all, if she would have served me chicken in those tomato slices, I probably would have <laughs> ate. Oh, that looked like shit. So, he's tripping balls at the dinner table. And then he's like, I gotta get out of here. And then everyone goes to sleep because apparently the whole house goes to sleep at nine. He slips out of his boudoir. He creeps down to the kitchen, pulls out an old paper sack. And we see Phyllis Diller in the shadows. And this is a straight out of Scooby-Doo scene. He's putting chicken and tomatoes and, and apple. apples in a sack. And right. she's falling right behind him. Like, And then he, this, the next part, he opens the fridge, he drops an apple. And she picks it up and hands it to him. And he goes, thanks. That has literally happened in a Scooby-Doo. Like, I won't go into detail because I will. But it, it has happened. And then he's like, oh, shit. And she's like, I gotcha. And then uh, he says, oh, I'm just going, I'm going out to poker with the guys. Don't tell Martha. And Phyllis Dewar's like, okay, okay, I got it. 
And then he slips down. He goes to Elkie's house. Like sweet C. Sweet C. Um, and she gobbles up the food and... Please, Monsieur, wait. It's no good to eat alone. Right? Yes. And she kisses him on the cheek. And then she gets upset for some... I don't remember why she got upset. Because he said he was leaving or some shit. And she started throwing shit at the wall again. And then... I think she was like... Yeah. But then she... She exits the... But he leaves... Yeah, he leaves the hotel. She goes out in the hallway. She goes out in the hallway, but someone sees her face. So she, oh, and she wrote down his number. We forgot. Right. She wrote down his... Palm... Right. 368. 6638. She um, writes it down on a lipstick on a, the paper bag he brought. But then she, when she chases him out, she goes outside. Wait, Monsieur, I'm so sorry. But someone sees her face. It's like one of the bell yeah, it's one of the. So she boogies and she leaves the hotel, but she forgets the paper bag. So the next morning, uh, Bob Hope is doing some good old fashioned day drinking. He's drinking some whiskey in the kitchen. And Phyllis Diller walks in. She was like, how is poker night with the boys? And he goes, "It was whiskey. No, it wasn't. He's drinking coffee. Oh, is that just, why were their coffee cups clear? Their coffee cups weren't clear. They were like yucky green. No, though, he was drinking. She was drinking. His wife was drinking orange juice. It was clear. No, he was drinking whiskey. He was drinking whiskey. It doesn't matter, though, because he, oh, he says this great line. Um, drowning your sorrows, just teaching them how to swim. But, <laughs> so, Phyllis Stiller says, <laughs> what did she say, something, something, or the one of the boys is a little weird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, like, how was the poker night with the boys? And she goes, either you had a girl over, or one of the boys is a little weird. Because he has the lipstick on his face, and he goes, oh, shit, he's rubbing it off, he's rubbing it off. And, you know... Then there's a knock at the door. This part was funny because the kids run off to school. The kids are off to school. Bob Hope's still doing his thing. He like has a job, but doesn't really have. It's like, yeah, but it's convenient to the plots. Like he doesn't have to be at work every day, you know. Yeah. So he's uh, in his robe still. The wife's in her robe. Phyllis Diller drinking some coffee, and there's a knock at the door. And <laughs> Bob Hope goes, "Uh, there was a knock at the door," and she goes, "Yeah," <laughs> and he goes. Aren't you gonna get it? And she's like, because <sighs> she's. And then this was the this was the part of the movie. Uh, I you did, did not. Want, you did not. Uh, it was very very racist for two minutes. Uh, she calls him master, and he calls her his slave. I. I am the master. You are the slave. I was not pleased with n- anyone in the movie at that moment. Yes, it was different, n- times. different times, but still very yucky to watch in 2022. And I mean, you have to agree that was yucky, but and and then uh, she answers the door and it's two hard boiled, hard drinking detectives. And they they were Benson and Stabler before no, Benson and Stabler were a thing. Like <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking to him. Why'd we find this? At Dee Dee's cabin. Or oh. Dee Dee's apartment. Sweet. Dee Dee's suite. And okay, he's like... Get it straight where she lives, okay? He's like, oh shit. He does a F- Frank Reynolds, oh shit, moment. And he, um... His wife's like, what, are, what is that? What is that, Tom? And he's like, nothing, bitch. And he moves her out of the way. And... <laughs> that's how he acts, though. And Phyllis Diller's like, oh, she's having her own oh shit moment. Is that what he was? Was he fucking Dee Dee? I mean, he couldn't pull Dee Dee. He's 63 years. He was 63 in this movie. He didn't look 63. But maybe he had plastic surgery done. I don't know. But um, the cops don't believe him. But they're like, the wife's like, I was with him last night. We took a walk. So then again, here we go. Lying to, what is that? Lying to officials? Lying to an authority man. So, <clears throat> this whole this whole movie, everyone could get arrested. I do. Well, we'll get into that after. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, Dee Dee is now like on a, on the run. She calls him from a toll booth, doing her best Patsy Stone impression. She has her sunglasses, her hair's in a beehive. She has her scarf around her, her head. I know, but she's doing her best Patsy Stone. She goes, I don't know where to stay. And he's like, I have a cabin in the woods. You can go up there. And so, it's like it's a murder plot. Yeah, it, it was basically a murder plot in the last 20 minutes. So she goes up and she stays there. But the, the wife, I feel like she's having some doubt that what was my husband doing last night at 10? Or she that, uh, did well, they she write her? Kissed her. He, oh my god. They peck on the lips for 30 seconds. She goes, I've never been kissed like that before. In a long time. Oh my god. And then he's like, what about my needs? Oh, it was disgusting. Because Bob said he's going on a walk. His wife aids and abets a criminal. They were, they were kissing. And they ki- oh yeah, sorry. Planned sorry. to go away for the weekend. Yeah, he says... But she has all this shit. She's like, I have to go to the beauty parlor. I have to go to PTA no, meetings. She already went to the beauty parlor. Oh, well, I don't she know. If she... the hospital, learn how to make goods. What the? F- was she a nurse? No. <laughs> then why is she going to the hospital? Volunteer me. Nurses don't make goods. She's a regular Cheryl McGill. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but she's, he's like, no, no, no. Let's go have a romantic weekend. What about my needs? And she's like, Oh, Bob. (laughs) Oh, Tom. And then she's like, okay, I'll just go to the PTA meeting. And then he remembers. He he has another Frank Reynolds, oh shit. He goes, oh shit. Elkie's in the cabin. So he has to finagle her out of the cabin in time for his wife to go up there. And they're planning to go up there later in that evening. Oh, yeah. Like a motherfucker. She takes sleeping pills and goes to sleep in her bath. And she... No. 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 I've fallen asleep in a bath before. That shit is scary. It is not fun. It is not cute. It is not relaxing. I woke up. I was scared to death. I thought I fucking drowned. (laughs) I was little. Oh my god. I was like six years old. Oh my god. So, uh, Jesus. Jesus. My God. So, (laughs) that's awful. So, so, Jesus. So, oh, yeah. Bob Hope heads up to his cabin to take care of Elkie. Phyllis follows on her motorbike. And,. But he, he tells his wife, oh, no, we can't go up tonight. Shit. Pipes just burst. Pipes just burst. Flooded with water. Pipes just burst. As we speak, the house is flooding. And she goes, oh, 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 Jesus. I just can't. We can do Saturday. And then he goes, that's a good idea. And he heads up to the mountains as soon as possible. And Elkie's in her tub. You know, like a paint your wagon wash tub. It looks like Ben Rumson was taking a bath. She's she she ain't have no clothes on, no. But she's knocked out from taking sleeping pills, and and she had her foot in the air. Nobody, no one. I sleep like that with your foot up in the air. Yes, I do. I do. I have slept like that, like this. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. She, um... I find that hard to believe, but okay. I find you hard to believe. (laughs) Uh, Wow. The attitude. She. She. Um, Dee Dee. Uh, Dee Dee's knocked out. She's taken, I believe she took more than one sleeping pill. Because I don't know. I mean, she is 110 pounds. I think one could take her out. But Phyllis busts in. She goes, I know a girl. Any girl like this keeps, if she has downers, she has uppers. So she goes into her purse. She finds find some diet pills, shoves a bottle in her mouth. Dee Dee, out cold. Never wakes up. But then, oh yeah, she dies. Yeah. Right there in the wash tub. Fucking dies. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
She, yeah. So, um, then we hear a car pull up. A car pulls up who can it be? A fresh El Camino Roland Martha Meads. No, I w- oh, Anyway. She, Martha Meads comes inside, fills the door, books it out the back door. Bob Hope hides Dee Dee's naked body under the... the First of all, if I was putting that better than the body, I wouldn't have put it under that way. I would have put it the other way. They put her horizontally under the fucking bed. And she's tall, too. So they should have put her vertically. Uh, she would have been hidden. And, but Mrs. Meeks walks in. Mrs. Meeks. Oh my god, that's my Spanish teacher. No, Mrs. Meads walks in. <laughs> but Bob has to make it look like it's flooded, so he throws Dee's soapy bath water everywhere. Of course, there's gonna be fucking soap flooding the house, but as I digress. She walks in, she's like, oh, Bob, it is just flooded in here. I'm calling him Bob. No one gives a shit if his name's Bob Mead. Meads. Mead? Bob. I'm gonna... Bob Tom. Tom Bob. Bob Tom Williams. <laughs> and <laughs> he, uh, so he's like, okay, go fix me a drink. Go fix me a drink. That was the nastiest fucking sounding drink I've ever heard. It was vermouth. It was like vermouth, vodka, Coke. I didn't see no Coke. I think she was making a martini. That was not a fucking mar- That was Coke. That was not Coke. Coke, Coca-Cola. No, she didn't put Coke in it. She put some vermouth and some vodka. Martini. That was not, no. She said, where's the Coke? She said, where's the vermouth? Oh my gosh. We're okay. We'll have to rewatch it. No, we are not. <laughs> she she's making a drink, and it's a comedy of errors. Like every time she walks into the room, the bed flies up because it's one of those fold down beds. Murphy, Murphy, Mick Murphy. No Murphy, just Murphy. Mm-hmm. I don't speak old person furniture. Yes, you do. Oh yeah, go sit on the Davenport. <laughs> you know, like couches. The divan. Go go to my shiffer robe. <laughs> so, like, she walks into the room. Appar- apparently, they keep the vermouth in their master bedroom closet. Um, she walks in. Elkie Summers hanging from a robe. Her her Reginald Val Johnson's hanging out from a hook. Her Val Johnson's splayed out. Uh, <laughs> wait, what was um? Oh shit! What was my vagina's name last step? Oh oh, Heather Graham sex dungeon. <laughs> Heather Graham's sex dungeon is hanging out. Uh, I think I'm going to change the name of mine to Reginald Val Johnson, though. So, she's she's nude, save for a flannel shirt. Um, she did not have underwear on, only when he carried her. So, continuity girl, done fucked up. Continuity girl was not doing her job. Yeah. Anyway, she... Elkie makes it out alive. She, like, slides... It's just fucking dumb. She, like, slides through the house on a 60s skateboard and, you know, stays... Well, he, shoves her down, he shoves her down in the Evil Dead cellar. And, <clears throat> you know, him and Martha? Martha. Him and Martha... Uh, he, they're, uh, Martha's about to do something, and he goes, Oh, oh, Jesus, Martha! Oh, yeah. 20 hours to cook a hunk of venison... Uh, what are we, we're eating at two in the morning, Martha. <laughs> French peas. And, but, she walks into, like, the living room-ish area, and she goes, oh, oh, what does he say in the Friday the 13th? Oh, Jesus Christmas! Holy Jesus, goddamn Christmas shit! There's a rat, but it's, it's... Her shoe. So he brings the mop. He's slapping it. Oh, I got you, you Buster Brown. I got you. And he throws her out. Throws the shoe out the window. Just as Elkie makes it out of the cellar, she found a secret door, and it bonks her on the head or something. And she's like, "Oh, we are bonsoir," but (laughs) I don't know French. I know Spanish. (laughs) I know that's a whole story. I'm not ready to get into. Oh. I, do, are you making me get into the story? No. No. Let's keep moving along. Get a long little doggy. So funny. So funny. Okay. 
what happened? Um, oh, so Elkie, she's in the basement. She screams because there's, well, okay, we fucked up. We see Elkie in the basement a little more before she escapes. She, like, gets some cobwebs on her. She screams, and Martha, what was that? What was that? As she's handling this huge hunk of meat. Like you, you said, it's going to take 20 hours to cook that thing. Thanks thanks for making dinner at 2 a.m., bitch. <laughs> but, huh? I'm fam. Oh, doesn't he say that? I'm, I'm famished. So Elkie finds like a secret door and she crawls out. And he, he finds this thing. He goes, Jesus Christmas. He throws the shoe out of the window. And then he runs outside for something. And she starts to leave and then she has no pants. Oh, yeah. Martha says, oh, I'll just leave because there's rats. She doesn't want. Oh, and this was hilarious. This part was really. This part was really funny. So Martha says, like, oh, I'm not going to leave without measuring the curtains. And then Bob Hope says a really, this was actually funny. This, I'm not playing. This was funny. He looks out the window. He sees Elkie leaving the thing. He goes, 36, 24, 36. <laughs> but no, that is not the measurements of the curtains. And then that's when he goes outside. She says, oh, I'm going to leave. Her car don't have no gas. And then while this is going on, Elkie's, like, falling down a fucking ravine. Hey, branches hitting her. She's all cut up. Uh, she, no, that's... He gets her in the house, and that's when Martha sees her. She doesn't fall under the water till after. No, that, I'm not saying. She just is all dirty now. Yeah. Uh, but then Martha's, like... He pulls out a tube and starts siphoning gas from his car into her car. I didn't know people carried tubes like that in their car. So, then he starts drinking gas... And he's, like, taking big, long buckets full, sweetie. And then, wait, what happened? What happened? He sees Elkie again, right? And then she goes back in the house, and then he goes back in the house. He's chasing her with an axe. No, he wasn't. Martha came in. Martha comes in. He goes, oh, hi, Martha. (gasps) Martha! And then he, then Martha's like, you son of a bitch! She's screaming bastard at him, hitting him with her gloves. And he's like, Martha, it was an honest mistake. Ah, Martha. And then... <laughs> that's not how Bob Hope talks. No, sure. But... Oh, what happened? She leaves. She's like, I have enough gas to leave. And she speeds off. And then and that's then, when Elkie takes off because the Boy Scouts see her. The Boy Scouts see her. So some when she she runs away after Martha sees her, and she steals his car. No, oh, she, she had her car because she went up there to hide. And she went up there to hide, but some Boy Scouts see her. And then she like drives inexplicably. And then she gets a flat tire, and away. she spins out of control and ends up in the lake. That's what happened. Yeah. Oh. And then she got out of the car, but nobody thinks she got out of the car. So then Martha reports him for. Murder. No, they don't. Oh, the Jesus. The Boy oh, yeah. So the cops are like, we knew you had something to do with her, Buster. And then he's like, I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, cops, I didn't do nothing. I'm just Leslie Hope. And, and you know. Or Hope Leslie. <laughs> what the? <laughs> she, she, <laughs> did you have some NyQuil chicken? <laughs> so the cops are, you know, interrogating him. They're definitely coercing a confession from him. Yeah, but the thing is, her boyfriend jumps in. Oh, the- yeah, her boyfriend jumps in the water in, like, a, f- a very brown suit, he, which he would be drenched. But he kept his shirt. And he comes out dry. Dry. He, go- he would be drenched. But then we hear, it's Camp Crystal Lake. No shit, she's dead. Jason got her. She she was trying to swim away. He came out of the water and took her down with him. But that's not what happened, sadly. Because Elkie Summer is the most irritating fucking character in this movie. But I did not like her, actually. I thought she was awful. Okay. Phyllis and Bob. Let's go on. So. He, they're very coercing a confession out of him. And then... Yeah, that's when he said, I killed her. No, I that's when there's the second NyQuil chicken sequence with the kaleidoscope and... They're showing what they think he did, like taking your around the boat. The the Spencer Tracy looking cop oh, goes like the gun, maybe the gun he had. She had a gun on him and the gun went off. 
Yeah, but he didn't get shot, sadly. So he, the cop's like, maybe you took her out to the lake and you tied an anchor around her ankles and tossed her off. And then he goes, then the nice little chicken scene stops and he goes, I did it. I strangled her and I beat her with a fireplace poker and, and I, I stabbed her, her and I shot her and, and I tied around her and I threw her on the lake. And then they throw water on him. They throw water on him because he was asking for water before. And then Phyllis... We got the convulsion! And then all the reporters bust in, and in the bedlam, Phyllis Diller pops out of the Evil Dead basement, wielding a pencil, jams it through Bob Hope's ankle. Oh, I was watching the wrong movie. I was watching Evil Dead, sorry. She pulls him into the basement, and he kisses her on the face. He says, I could... Because early in the movie, he says, I could just kiss you. And he kisses her, and she goes, Something, something, I'm horny. Right? Oh. <laughs> and she... She speeds... He he makes it makes it out in a cop car, so now she's aiding and abetting a criminal. Steals a can of mustard from a hot dog vendor, a bottle can. What the fuck can? Bottle of mustard, and then all the cops are chasing after him, and now she's really aiding and abetting a criminal. Because at first, everyone thought he was a criminal. Oh, and this was funny. When at the lake, she was selling murder weapons. She was selling hammers and ropes and rocks and guns and knives. So she's she's a silly character, but she she thinks he's a criminal. So she's aids and abets a criminal that she thinks is. He turns out not to be. But then he steals a cop car and she aids and abets his escape so she could be held in a court of law. Let's get Benson and Stabler on the case. She's in the backseat of the cop car. Womp womp. And so it's a big, like, Benny Hill-level farce. It, it could have had yakety sax playing over it. He's, like, driving. He's getting chased by the cops, and then he turns around. He's chasing them, and Phyllis Stewart squirting mustard in people's faces on her motorcycle. And then he bites a smoke can, but he forgets to throw it. He hotboxes the police car. Dee Dee would have died from smoke inhalation. Because he threw the can right next to her fucking head. I thought he threw it down the dash. No, he threw it up next to her head. And we are not watching to find out. Oh, yes, we are. Don't worry. We'll, ha- we'll have animal annual screenings with this and Saving Christmas. So, she's dying in the back seat. They go in town. They go in town, and then he ends up in a soap factory. The, the soap factory. He crashes. Guess what happens? Bubbles. bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. And then all the other cops crash in, and Spencer Tracy and Olivia Benson pop out. Oh, Humpty, Dumpty. Humpty, Humpty and Dumpty pop out with Pepe, pepperoni. And Pepe's like... And that's when they're... They're like, come out with your hands up. And Bob comes out, please, don't shoot, don't shoot. And then Dee Dee's screaming, I hate bubbles. Bubbles. No more bubbles. No more and then Pepe kisses her. He says, no more bubble baths for my star. No, for, my wife. for my wife, right? And then the grand finale. Everyone's, everything's getting tied up. Uh, Martha hugs uh, Tom. She forgives him. The kids are there, I think. Um, he's off the hook. Phyllis Stiller rides out on her motorcycle doing her amazing, ah, 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 naked as the day she was born. And she says, Pepe, if you need another bubble model, I'm available. And then you start, ha, ha, you're laughing. I was laughing because that was not She was nude. She was in the nude. Her hair's all frizzy. She's covered in bubbles. If you need another butt, a bubble model, I'm available. And then it ends, ha, 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 like a sitcom. That was boy. Did I get a wrong number? What did you give it for a post? I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. What would you give it right now? I'd still give it a zero. Really? Why? Why? It's funny at the end. Come on, some of the, the jokes were horrible. No, they weren't. That Lady Chatterley one was great. Okay, let's just say they were old jokes. They were very old jokes. I mean, there was no, like, slurs in them. They weren't, like, um, like minstrel show jokes. Right. They were, They were dated. So they were a little sexist, some of them. Yeah. I gave it a four. I was going to give it a five, but uh, originally I. Uh, that was more preferable to the racist jokes. So I 
cut. I was gonna give it a cool five. Cut it down one for that. I, I I was a little. I was a little disappointed. I was a little disappointed. But next week, you good listeners will not be disappointed. We are watching the one, the only, the X-rated Myra Breckenridge with my personal favorite actress, and I know she's yours, Raquel Welch. Oh, oh, Mae West. I do a perfect Mae West, too. When I'm good, I'm good, but when I'm bad, I'm better. It's not a Boston accent. It's one of those New England ones, like how Catherine Hepburn has. I walk everywhere. <laughs> Have you? Did you see her say that? Anyway, as I digress, we're watching Myra Breckenridge next week. Uh, remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Get your chassis self. You better get your chassis to Apple Podcasts, or I'm gonna paint you gold. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> remember to. I, like I said, remember rate and review. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to our Patreon. Not doing any bonus episodes on there at the moment. But we will definitely get back on there when we get a little more feedback. Uh, send us an email. Why are we doing this podcast? One at gmail.com. Check out our website. We put updates there. Uh, we'll put updates on uh, our like monthly um, tentative schedules. We'll put on there. And I know we announced them on here too, but I think we'll do both just to cover all our bases. Make sure our I's are dotted, our T's are crossed. Uh, Also, um, like we said, we're watching I, my favorite book is Myra Breckenridge. It is my favorite book. I'm very, I'm not excited to see how they bastardize a very good book, but we will, we'll see. Oh, Farrah Fawcett's in it too. I forgot that Farrah Fawcett. We're definitely going to have some Charlie's Angels Humor. Huh? Some blondes, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Two blondes just having a good time. (laughs) So, we will... We'll we'll see you then. Uh, We might record in a different space if... We'll record at my home because I have a DVD player that's not in the recording space. And it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing when we watch a DVD where we usually record. So, we'll probably watch it at my house if it's a DVD. So, it might sound a little different. Um, but probably not. Um, so just thank you for listening. Remember, my name is Lucas Dockerty, and we will see you next week with, you'll hear us next week week, with Myra Breckenridge. Bye-bye. Bye.